we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 4th, 2011. This is technically part one of the current event weekly Bible study, because um, I'm going to make the first two parts of dedicated teaching. So, <clears throat> we're going to be talking now about Fukushima, and uh, this first article kind of sums everything up. There's a lot of stuff being said about Fukushima right now. I like this article because it, it addressed like really all the different little aspects of the Fukushima nuclear meltdown in Japan. <clears throat> and it's entitled, Fukushima is continually blasting us with high levels of cesium, strontium, and plutonium, and will slowly kill millions for years to come. That's a real happy title, but um, that's the title. Now, this starts out by saying... Uh, Fukushima is now far and away the worst nuclear disaster in all human history. Chernobyl was a Sunday picnic compared to Fukushima in the amount of cesium-137 released at Fukushima this year so far is equivalent to 168 Hiroshima bombs. Yeah, 168 Hiroshima bombs. The crisis at Fukushima is far, far worse than you've been told. We are talking about multiple self-sustaining nuclear meltdowns that will not be fully contained for years. In an attempt to keep people calm, authorities in Japan and around the rest of the world as well have lied and lied and lied. Over the last months that have passed since the disaster began, small bits of truth have slowly started to come out. Authorities are finally admitting that the area immediately surrounding Fukushima will be uninhabitable indefinitely. And they are finally admitting that the amount of radioactive material that has been released is far higher than initially reported. It is going to take the Japanese years to fully contain this problem. Meanwhile, Fukushima will continue to blast us all with high levels of cesium, strontium, plutonium, and will slowly kill millions of people around the globe for years to come. Well, again, it's all by design. You know, they have to have their depopulation plan... They needed to kick it into further high gear. They were not killing people quick enough. And this is a great way to do it and plead innocence all at the same time. Oh, we, we couldn't help it. It just, you know, and, and then they can just lie about it. And, and, but this is why this is happening. These days, the mainstream media does not talk about Fukushima much. The reality is that there have been a whole lot of other disasters for them to talk about. But just because Fukushima is a nightmare that is playing out very slow in very slow motion does not mean that it does not deserve our full attention. To get an idea of just how nightmarish Fukushima has turned out to be, just consider the words of nuclear expert Stephen C. Jones, where he said, quote, By way of comparison, the Chernobyl nuclear disaster that occurred in 1986 in the Ukraine, Russia held uh, heretofore the worst nuclear disaster on record, burned for 10 days and cumulatively killed an estimated 1 million people worldwide. The Fukushima Japan nuclear disaster has five nuclear reactors burning, two in partial meltdown, three in full meltdown, and they've all been uncontrollably burning since March 11th, whereas Chernobyl was 10 days. It's been over three months, and this nuclear disaster remains completely out of control. In fact, some industry estimates cite the possibility that these meltdowns will be contained optimistically in one to three years at the very earliest. So compare one to three years with ten days, and five nuclear reactors instead of one. The amount and intensity of the radioactive fallout from this particular nuclear disaster will assuredly kill millions of people worldwide over time. 
Japan itself is, of course, the epicenter of this radioactive contamination that is spread out from these reactors. Keep in mind that radioactivity from Chernobyl disaster deeply contaminated 77,000 square miles. So if Fukushima is many times worse, what does that mean for us? Just recently, authorities in Japan confessed that the amount of cesium-137 released by Fukushima is equivalent to 168 of the nuclear bombs that were dropped on Hiroshima. Now, that's what Japanese authorities confess. I'll give you the link right here if you want to check out where they admitted it. So I'm not making this up, just throwing some figure out there. Uh, in this article, there was a link then for Pure Effect Water Filter Safeguard Your Drinking Water. It's I, I researched these a little bit. I'm not gaining anything by doing this. It's just an ad that was there. And these seem like uh, um, good water filters for getting out fluoride and actually even potentially radiation and for an affordable price. They seem to be pretty good. Now also, and I give you a link for that, and it's not like I'm benefiting from this. I'm just trying to to get out information that's going to help my listeners, body, soul, and spirit. And I wrote a little note in here also. I highly recommend what they call black mica for radiation and pollution in the water, uh, which can actually depollute tap water quickly. Like seven drops of this stuff in a drop in a glass of tap water will actually start to precipitate out the chlorine, the fluoride, and all the other contaminants. Um, so there's a webinar you can go watch. Now I've already tried this stuff, so I'm not just putting this out, you know, because I think it's good. I've already tried it, and it really does do this. It, it, this black mica stuff will precipitate out all the bad stuff and neutralize it. Uh, in water. And there's a little webinar you can go up and watch regarding this. And I give you the link to it. And then I also give you two different black mica sources. They're gonna the one is the source for for the webinar, which is probably the best overall value. And then another one if you don't quite have that money, there's another way you can buy a little bit less quantity. And I give you the link for that as well. That's the one I've actually tried. And it does work. It works. Now the reason I'm saying that is because there may come a time in the very near future where we don't have running water. <laughs> I mean, if things would start to implode, whether it be from a financial collapse and or some type of pandemic and or some type of false flag event um, or nuclear meltdowns or earthquakes or tsunamis or you name it, you might not have access to running water. You might not have access to anything but ditch water. I don't know if you even have access to that. And it might be something where, okay, if you have a British Berkeley, Berkey um, or one of those types of gravity filters, you can actually pour the water in there and, and filter it and get out you know, out the vast majority of the contaminants. But those filters I don't believe would do anything for radiation. And there are certain things that those filters do not get out um, if you had the black mica, and let's say you didn't have any access to any kind of filtration, it wasn't, well, the one thing about it is it's easy to transport, it's very concentrated, and you can use it to essentially purify any type of water with it. Uh, so it may be a real, literal, potential lifesaver. Now, I'm not saying we were relying on these things and not relying on the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? I'm just saying these are some practical things you might want to look at, you can pray about it, fast about it, if you will, but these are some practical things you can do to protect uh, your family. And this black mica is actually what they used at Chernobyl in order to 
clean up the radiation. And I had never even heard about it until three or four months ago. And um, I've tried it and been using it. Not really consistently enough. But the stuff does work. And um, I, I can assure you that. So, again, I give you the links there. Check into it. It's going to be on page eh, page 7 to 8 of the um, PDF on contendingfortruth.com for September 4th, 2011. So, again, I just want to say that for your own edification. Going back to the article, it says, well, it turns out that authorities in Japan have finally reached the same conclusion. According to the New York Times, the Japanese government is acknowledging that large areas around the Fukushima nuclear facility may be uninhabitable for decades. Broad areas around the stricken Fukushima Daisachi nuclear plant could soon be declared uninhabitable perhaps for decades after a government study found radioactive contamination that far exceeds safe levels, several major media outlets said on Monday. Unfortunately, most people do not have any concept of just how dangerous nuclear contamination can be. At this point, the vast majority of people living in the Northern Hemisphere have been exposed to radioactive material from Fukushima. We can't see them, but radioactive particles can do an insane amount of damage. We can breathe them in, we can eat them in our food, and we can even absorb them through our skin. Once trapped in our bodies, these particles slowly bake us for years and years. Now, there are things you can do... um, from an internal standpoint, to battle radiation. What I need to do, uh, I did this before and I need to do it with a study. I need to attach, and I guess what I'll do is I'll just attach it at the end of this PDF, a large PDF uh, that I'll attach on here, which are natural radiation remedies, uh, beyond what I just mentioned about black mica. These are things you can do more from, a, from an internal standpoint. Black mica would be something more you do to the water to treat it before drinking it. But it is actually a very, very effective internal detoxifier. You can actually do what they call super shots. And if you watch that webinar, you can do it where you actually take concentrated doses of this. And it literally detoxes you from kind of like head to toe. Um, so that's something that you could consider doing. But there's also other radiation remedies you can do for, even like if you were going to eat food that you thought was potentially contaminated with radiation, like bentonite clay. It's very, very good for that. It's also very important to get enough iodine in to protect your thyroid. Uh, There's a lot of different other things that can be done to offset or mitigate the effects of radiation. So I will attach that at the end of this PDF, which will make it quite a bit longer, but you can have that. These are for people, and I think I've actually, from the last radiation proactive packet I put out, I think I've expanded this one. I've added to it. So there's some new information in there that could potentially be beneficial for you. Okay, what I did, before I forget, I went ahead and just attached it. It was another 11-page, kind of an updated document, just entitled Radiation Remedies. You'll see it at the very, very end. Uh, of this teaching, um, I'm hoping to get this done in two more parts because I'm going to be running out of time on my voice timer if I don't. And um, <clears throat> that'll give you a whole bunch of other things you can look at regarding protecting your family and yourself from radiation. Because this is just one nuclear power plant. Okay, there's, I don't know how many in America. There's tons of them. I mean, if this were to happen on a mass scale, I mean, you know, it would be like... You know, an extinction-level event, which I just don't see any Bible for that many people dying prior to the tribulation. 
You know, anything that supposedly is going to wipe out all of humanity for the tribulation, I have a problem with. Because I don't see any Bible for that, and I don't see it mentioned in the Bible where we're going to have... I mean, if that's the case, how's the tribulation going to be fulfilled? I mean, if all the people are wiped out, then how is the tribulation going to play out if, like, everybody's dead? It doesn't make a lot of sense from a biblical standpoint. But we could have some really, really major things happen leading up to the tribulation. So, going back to the article, the following is an opinion piece by Helen Caldicott in The Guardian... Um, she says, internal radiation, on the other hand, emanates from radioactive elements which enter the body by inhalation, ingestion, and skin absorption. I've heard also the rain is what's very, very dangerous right now. So don't, like, you know, do some Fred Astaire thing where you're out there singing in the rain type of thing. I, I think you want to get out of the rain and not expose yourself to the rain. A lot of the radioactive materials are coming down in the rain, and you don't want to get soaked, or if you do, you want to get in and get your clothes off and get in the shower, and get your clothes in the laundry. Uh, I think that would be the best thing you could do um, to minimize exposure. Going further, radioactive nucleotides such as iodine-131, cesium-137, and other isotopes currently being released in the sea and the air around Fukushima bioconcentrate at each step um, in the food chain. For example, uh, algae into crustaceans, into small fish, into bigger fish, into humans. You know, like the food chain. Or soil, grass, cow, milk, humans. Those are, you know, example of that. After they enter the body, these elements called internal emitters migrate to specific organs such as the thyroid, the liver, bone, brain, where they continuously irritate small volumes of cells, like radiate, put out radiation, meaning small volumes of cells with doses of with high doses of alpha, beta, and or gamma radiation, and over many years can induce uncontrolled cell replication, which is called cancer. Further, many of the nucleotides remain radioactive in the environment for generations and ultimately will cause increased incidences of cancer and genetic diseases over time. One of the most dangerous radioactive elements being released at Fukushima is strontium. Strontium accumulates in the bones and the teeth and is also known to cause cancer in humans. It has been estimated that approximately 80% of the strontium that was released during the Chernobyl nuclear disaster entered the food cycle. Wow, that's pretty sobering. Considering the vast amount of strontium that has been released from Fukushima, that is a very frightening statistic. Just consider what Dr. Russell Blaylock recently told Newsmax. He said, quote, When we look at Chernobyl, most of West Germany was heavily contaminated. Norway, Norway, Sweden, Hungary was terribly contaminated. The radiation was taken up into the plants. The food was radioactive. They took the milk and turned it into cheese. The cheese was radioactive. This is why it's not a bad idea to actually have some bentonite clay with the food that you're eating. Um, I take a product from Standard Process called Colacol 2. Um, C-H-O-L-A-C-O-L is how you spell it, 2. Which are... Basically, it's not bentonite. It's, it's a very similar type of clay, though, which they have you know, very similar properties. Whether you use bentonite or uh, I've heard of Pasco clay or Montmorillonite clay, which is what Colacol 2 is, they have very similar properties. And when you take that, it actually will absorb uh, radiation in the actual clay itself. So the one thing you don't really do is take it with your vitamins because it will bind up it's kind of like activated charcoal in a way. It will bind up vitamins and minerals and things that you need. So you might you would definitely want to take it separately from that. 
But I take, a lot of times, I'll take five or six of those with, with a meal. It's also very good, I believe, for acid reflux. Uh, very, very good internal detoxifier. Very, very good for your skin. For acne, um, I've seen it work wonders on um, adolescent acne cases. Uh, really, really good. You take like five or six a day with with a meal. Uh, particularly if you're going to eat a garbage meal, like, you know, if you had to eat fast food or something like that. You take that Colacol 2 or the bentonite clay or whatever, binds it all up. Fiber is also um, important in, in that regard because it, it adds bulk and it also helps to detoxify you. And it actually, fiber, what it actually does is it helps exercise the tiny ribbon-like muscles in your intestines called haustra. And if you don't ever eat fiber, what happens is it's just like your intestines get out of shape. And a lot of people then become prone to constipation, particularly women. And then they don't have, they have like a bowel movement once a week, which is horrifically bad. You want, you should be having one to two every day. And things like, certain things like, um, uh, there's a product called Super 2 that's very good for regular, it's an herbal product. You can look up Her, Her, Super 2 by Harmony Formulas, really good one. Um, mm. They use Cascara Sagrada, I think is one of the main ingredients, which I like better than some of the other ones, which tend to have a laxative effect. But these are some things you can do for your intestines, you know, intestinal problems. Uh, also good to have a really good probiotic or flora type of product that you take on an empty stomach, at least if you do it once a week. It puts the good bacteria back in your intestine, which has a lot to do with digestion, and immune system function, and uh, bowel function. Anyway, just some tips for you there that you can do. Uh, very important because really health, I really believe, begin, physical health pretty much starts in the digestive system. I mean, if you have, it's like if you put garbage gas in your car, then nothing's going to run right. Well, if you put garbage food in your body and it's not being digested properly and it's putrefying and going rancid and not being in, in the gut and... Things are becoming stagnant and the bowels aren't moving. Well, then you're going to have problems with the rest of your body. And, and that's where a lot of times the foundations of health starts. It's in the digestion, starting in, you know, essentially where you chew your food, then into the stomach, then into the um, duodenum, and then into the small intestine, and then into the colon. And digestion primarily takes place, it doesn't take place in the colon, but the body will reabsorb water in the colon. But anyway, that's just very important stuff. And um, let's go further here. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to pick back up where I left off here. <clears throat> so you would like to have. So would you like to have radioactive material in your bones that affects your health for the rest of your life? It may have already happened to you, and you don't even know it. Other deadly radioactive elements that are being released at high levels in Fukushima include iodine and cesium, uranium, and plutonium. Large amounts of these radioactive particles have already been absorbed in the soil and in the water in the United States. Large amounts of these radioactive particles have also entered our food chain. As the years go by, a whole lot of Americans are going to get sick and die, and they will never even know that it was Fukushima that caused it. Remember, just because you cannot see the radioactive particles does not mean that they aren't incredibly deadly. Just check out what nuclear expert Stephen C. Jones recently had to say about plutonium. I'm quoting... 
him. He says, to give one example of how lethal radiation is, one pound of plutonium evenly distributed into everyone's lungs worldwide would kill every man, woman, and child on earth. One pound would kill over almost 7 billion people if it was evenly distributed into their lungs. There are literally tons, though, of radioactive plutonium, among other radioactive elements that have been released into the air and ocean environments from Fukushima since March 11th. Tons in one pound. If it got into their lungs, we'd kill them all. Another critical fact to remember is that radioactive uh, plutonium, for example, remains lethal. It's killing life for thousands of years, as it has a half-life of 24,000 years. Meaning the time it takes to degrade into half the radioactive material that was originally present, the half-life, is 24,000 years. So essentially it's around forever. Some of the radioactive elements, such as uranium, have a half-life of 4.47 billion years, which is probably slightly longer than most people will live. Um, So that's something pretty sobering stuff there to think about. That is a scary thing many of these radio, uh, about many of these radioactive elements. Now that they have been released, many of them will be with us as long as we live. But again, I'm giving you a whole litany of radiation remedies uh, at the end of this uh, PDF and also those water remedies that I, that I gave you. Uh, you know, I just believe that God's allowing a lot of these remedies to be discovered right now in order to combat what is being released on humanity, to a certain extent. Um, So, I just believe there's remedies available, it's just a matter of implementing them and and finding them. So, uh, let's go further here. Uh, Yes, things are much worse than we've been told. Up until now, the Japanese government has insisted that those living outside the 20-kilometer exclusion zone around Fukushima, are safe. Yeah, right. 20 kilometers, and they're going to be safe outside that. Um, And again, he says, what a lie. According to Reuters, Greenpeace has found incredibly high levels of radiation at schools up to 60 kilometers away. Greenpeace said on Monday that schools in surrounding areas located 38 miles from the Japan's tsunami-hit nuclear power plant were unsafe for children, showing radiation readings as much as 70 times internationally accepted levels. That's 38 miles away. Dr. Chris Busby recently traveled to Japan with some very sophisticated testing equipment and found one sample in Tokyo, which is, I think, 250 miles away, that had levels of radioactivity that were higher than the exclusion zone surrounding Chernobyl during the nuclear disaster. But things, well, you'd almost expect that because this is way, way, way worse than Chernobyl ever was. But things are much worse for those living closer to Fukushima, high levels of cesium have been detected in the urine and the breast milk of those living in the region surrounding the facility. All over the area are reports of people coming down with symptoms of radiation sickness. They're just basically saying that, that Japan is going to turn into a dead zone. They're, that's what I'm. That's the reports I'm seeing. The truth is that the evacuation area should be far, far larger than now. It really should be all of Japan, pretty much. Just consider what Mike Adams of Natural News recently had to say about what levels, what recent tests have shown. One soil sample taken 25 kilometers away from Fukushima showed cesium-137 
levels exceeding 5 million Beck wheels per square meter. This level, of course, makes it uninhabitable by humans, or it should be uninhabitable. Okay? Uh, and this is from 25 kilometers away. Yet both the Japanese and the U.S. governments continue to, d- to downplay the whole event, assuring everyone that there's nothing to worry about. A lot of people in Japan are going to die. The frustrations are rising. According to an article in The Independent, a lot of Japanese feel totally abandoned by their government at this point. It is the fate of the people outside the evacuation zones, however, that caused the most bitter controversy. Parents in Fukushima City, 63 kilometers from the plant, have banded together to demand that the governments do more to protect about 100,000 children. Schools have banned soccer and other outdoor sports. Windows are kept closed. We've just been left to fend for ourselves. This is what they're telling the people that live there. Uh, Says Machiko Sato, a grandmother who lives in the city. She says, quote, it makes me so angry. Uh, Then it goes on to say, but just because you don't live in Japan does not mean that you're not in danger. The Fukushima nuclear facility sits right on the Pacific Ocean. When nuclear material gets released into the air at Fukushima, the first time much of it will encounter land is when it reaches the United States. Also, thousands and thousands of tons of highly radioactive water have been released into the Pacific Ocean at Fukushima. What this is going to do to our oceans, nobody even knows for sure. I mean, can you imagine the devastation to just the ocean creatures? Uh, but according to Los Angeles Times, the seawater near Fukushima... Now, this is, now, see how many sources I'm citing here? That's what I liked about this article. It was a lot of different sources citing, and this is what they're admitting to. Um, so, if they're admitting to this much, it's probably even possibly far worse. Uh, Los Angeles Times said the seawater near Fukushima has been found to be incredibly radioactive. Now, there, and I give you, whenever we have a reference here, I give you the link to the reference so you can click on it and see I'm not just making this up or the article's not making it up. You can click on it to see it's, they said this. Tokyo Electric Power Company had said Tuesday that it had, it had found iodine-131, listen to this, at 7.5 million times the legal limit in seawater, in a seawater sample taken near the facility. 7.5 million times the legal limit? That's incomprehensible. And the government officials instituted a health limit for radioactive activity in fish. Other samples were found to contain radioactive cesium at 1.1 million times the legal limit. And remember, they're continually in meltdown right now. Partial or complete. Uncontained. Uncontrolled. Right now, as I talk. All of this radioactive water is going to circulate all over the globe. Just because the mainstream media is not talking much about this radiation does not mean that it is not affecting the United States. Radiation from Fukushima has been detected in seaweed in the Puget Sound, um, which would be, um, I believe, in like the Washington area of, of America. Radiation from Fukushima has been detected in drinking water in numerous states, and that's even like on the East Coast. Radiation from Fukushima has been discovered in milk in numerous states. Now, there's a link to every one of these if you don't believe it. There's a link to where, okay, in milk, click on that, and it'll take you where they're, they've discovered it in milk in the United States, and in drinking water in the United States, and in seaweed in the Puget Sound. Also, very high levels of radiation continue, continue to be detected in rainwater in the northwest United States, but I believe that's not just the northwest. 
This is a slow-motion nightmare that is going to play out for years to come. Some nuclear experts claim that it could be 50 to 100 years before any of the nuclear material at Fukushima complex will cool down enough to be removed from the facility. What? I mean, that's. I mean, again, a lot of this stuff's really incomprehensible, but... Right now, there's no viable solution to what is going on at Fukushima, so it will continue to blast all of us with high levels of radiation and will slowly kill millions of people around the globe for years to come. Now, again, this is written from a totally secular, totally like God doesn't exist standpoint. So, what are something we as Christians can do? We can pray that God neutralize this radiation. That God stop these meltdowns from happening. Now, Again, it's like Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. This might be, God might be letting this happen as far as judgment on this wicked planet. But again, I think that's why the Bible also says, regarding the body of Christ, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming on this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. Uh, we can pray for personal protection for ourselves, our own family, um, in these types of things. But we can also pray that God neutralize to be as well, these, these, these radioactive materials spewing out into the ocean, into God's creation, essentially, into the air, into the ocean, into the land. And, and you know, he can do that. He can do that. But, again, I, it, a lot of times people don't think to pray that way. But I think it's very important that that's the case. Because, I mean, if we go by what they're saying, I mean, everybody's going to be dead. <laughs> you know, I mean, this article offers no hope whatsoever. But it's from a secular standpoint, so you really can't... So I want to always try to bring you back to the Word of God and, and um, what we can do from a proactive basis, whether that's in prayer, whether it's in physical preparations. The Bible says, The prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Next article. This is from an email from a Steve Quayle listener regarding Fukushima. Last week during our meeting concerning Fukushima... Now this is, I believe... a Japanese listener of Steve Quayle that was at a meeting regarding Fukushima. The speaker was discussing how the company was contracted to build and send several of those UAVs to Japan to do surveillance and measurement at Fukushima. Uh, unmanned airline, airplane vehicles, I believe. The UAVs, they're like drone-type airplanes. Okay, so... Um, they were discussing how this company was contracted to build and send several of the UAVs to Japan to do surveillance and measurements of Fukushima. He warned the company, why would they have to build UAVs? Because you can't get near the place or you'll die. So they got to send these unmanned vehicles, planes, to get samples. Okay, so he warned the company that they should not attempt to deploy the UAVs themselves, but to train the Japanese officials to do it themselves, due to the high levels of radiation. The bottom line is this. The radiation levels were measured at 20,000 times above the levels being reported. 20,000 times. That's what his report is. Now, remember... If you've got, you know, iodine-131 levels at 7.5 million times the accepted dose, then it really wouldn't surprise me 
that radiation levels were, were measured at actually 20,000 times above the levels being reported by the mainstream news. You know they're always going to lie to you, so why would that really surprise you? But it's 20,000 times more than what they're telling us in this particular case. He further said that the U.S. aircraft carrier that was sitting 600 miles off the coast of Japan was exposed to extremely high levels of radiation and that they had to take action by start by scrubbing operations to attempt to, to mitigate their exposure. And they were 600 miles away in the ocean. He also said the radiation levels in Tokyo are so high that eventually Tokyo will become a ghost town. Everybody will be dead. And then he goes on to say, Steve, I just wanted to share this with you as confirmation of what you and Hawk have been sharing with everyone, that things are much worse than MSNBC continues to pump out, and that they are liars. Uh, they will not provide the truth. Then again, MSNBC is just one New World Order media outlet. There's tons of others. They will not provide the truth and are puppets for disinformation. You know, also to pray for the souls of the people that live in Japan, these people that are basically, uh, it's really like the walking dead. Um, to pray that their souls be saved. You know, the all of them. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to, the news anymore that I have to report on is, is so horrific, it's, it's hard to almost wrap your head around. It's just like, wow, I mean... It's hard to comprehend. It really is. It's, it's horrific. I wish I didn't have to do this, but... Anyway, um, simulation. here's a simulation map of the cesium-131 deposition, meaning where it's being deposited, across the Pacific. Uh, France's... Uh, it's called CIRA, has a simulation map of ground deposition of cesium-137, which is one of the main radioactive byproducts or radioactive things being released from Fukushima. They have a simulation map um, of this cesium-137 of, uh, from the Fukushima nuclear power plant um, where they're showing where this stuff is being deposited primarily. Okay, It not only shows Japan, but it also shows the entire northern Pacific rim from Russian Siberia to Alaska to the west coast and to the U.S. I even give you a picture of the map. Uh, that you can look at here. And um, there's actually, if you click on it, it goes to the actual website where it's at. You can click on the map. And it has a little gradient scale on the right side with dark blue, I think, being the lowest area of being exposed to cesium-137. And then it goes all the way up to red, bright red. Now, the bright red is actually in Japan. But there's also a mid-gradient, which is a lighter colored blue, which is... I'll just read this. It says, according to the map, the U.S. particularly, the West Coast, and particularly California, may be more contaminated with radioactive cesium than the western half of Japan or Hokkaido. So I was just showing Taylor the, the map, and, and, and it's... She was asking why it doesn't look like uh, Russia. I said because the prevailing jet stream and the winds are taking it toward America, are taking it toward... Um, Canada and Alaska and, and uh, America um, and uh, also into, it looks like Russia, the northern part that would actually connect over into near Alaska. I mean, it looks like the cesium 
137 deposition in those areas are just huge. It looks more contaminated, uh, these areas of the West Coast, particularly California, U.S., Alaska, look more contaminated than South Korea or China. Canada doesn't look too well either, particularly along the border with the U.S. on the western half. Okay, so... Radioactive material spewed out of Fukushima nuclear plant went up and away on the jet stream, reaching the other side of the Pacific. When the fallout from explosions reached the U.S. West Coast, it became an unusually heavy rainfall in California, and the rain is what really brings it down into the ground. Here's another article. Next article. Japanese insider spills the beans. It's over for Japan. Uh, just said, I just heard on public TV that Japan is through. Quote, Japan is through. That does not, if that does not send shockwaves, I don't know what will. This gentleman in perfectly clear English pointed to the factors, um, that number one, Japan will never recover. Number two, leading corporations are getting out of the country with their lives. Number three, the Fukushima power system failure affected the entire industrial base of Japan, putting up more cost to the consumer and manufacturer. And number four, radiation issues um, are an ominous. The radiation issue is a ominous political event that could close down Tokyo in the near future. Now, the Bible says, "Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a thing is established," and that's why I'm going over this right now to kind of give you kind of the big picture here, uh, not just from one source, but from multiple, multiple, multiple sources. And this is what they're admitting to most of the time. And who knows how much far worse it might actually be. Uh, here's the the last report on this is um, let's see here seven hundred no seventy six trillion bet corals of plutonium two thirty nine released from Fukushima plutonium two thirty nine release and plutonium is the worst of the worst of the worst of what we're dealing with here. That's the one where at one pound distributed in everyone's lungs worldwide would kill everybody. Well, plutonium-239 release is 23,000 times higher than previously announced. Now, I think Satan is just rubbing his hands together and wonderfully happy over this whole thing. I really believe that we as Christians... I mean, if this are just allowed to propagate without God intervening... I mean, this would kill everybody, it sounds like. Unless you're in like some kind of underground bunker with, you know, filtration of air. Which, yeah, they're preparing all kind of underground bunkers, and the government's been doing that for years, and, you know, for... But, again, God can neutralize these poisons. He can neutralize this radiation. Call upon me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. So you need to acknowledge him in all, all your ways, and then he will direct your paths. Give the Lord the praise and the glory. Do him. Okay? These are very important things to do. So, again, call upon me, and I'll answer thee, and show thee great mighty things which thou knowest not. I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? No! This is nothing... For God to, to be able to actually neutralize these poisons. So I think it's something we should really, really be praying about because this is something that is incredibly serious. And it's not something that's going to go away next week. This is something that could literally be here, a, a problem that could literally be, you know, if left unchecked for millions of years. Now I understand we're not dealing with millions of years left from a biblical time frame. 
before things start to, you know, pull, before we go into the tribulation and things of this nature. But um, it's pretty bad. So I wanted to report on that. And let's go ahead and let's go to kind of shift gears into the next part, which, again, I li- like the Fukushima thing. I haven't really done any updates on that lately. I wanted to do an update on that. I want to also do an update on the whole potential for this pandemic that they love to start hyping in early fall, late summer, early fall, into the winter. Well, that's where we're at right now, and that's what we're starting to see already. Okay? The first thing is a... I'm going to play a couple different clips. And the first one is UN warns of mutant strain of H5N1 spreading across Asia. Now remember, H5N1 is the original avian flu strain. meaning Avian meaning bird. Um, avian flu strain that I did a 14-city tour in 06 with the Prophecy Club. And I have a DVD that you can get through the Prophecy Club still. Cutting Edge doesn't sell it anymore. Uh, but the, the information in it is just as timely, really, as it would be today as it was then. It's the same facts. Nothing's really changed. What I did do, though, is I've given you... You're not going to see me talking, but you will hear me talking on my PowerPoint presentations that I did put up on YouTube several years ago in um, 08. I did a five-part entitled Avion Flu, Population Control, H5N1 Biological Warfare. did that one on August 15th of 08. And then I did a 16-part, which is an updated version, a longer, more expanded, big-picture version of the um, Avion Flu tour DVD that I've got. Um... And I put that one up, well, it looks like both on August 15, 2008. One of them is more of a shortened version, and one of them is a more expanded version. If you're going to listen to one, I'd highly recommend you do the 16-part version. They're in like 10-minute clips, okay? And um, I give you the links to those. You can go up there and watch them. If you've never watched them, this has a lot to do with how I got to where I'm at right now and why I report on the things that I report on now. Uh... I'll just read you the excerpt from the 16-part teaching. In recent years, the specter of avian bird flu has been hanging over mankind like a sharp sword. Experts have recently stepped into the, to the news microphone to warn that human deaths could reach into the hundreds of millions worldwide. This is what they were saying back then. A death carried by birds in the global migratory patterns. A TV show entitled Fatal Contact even aired, depicting so many... Now that, that show aired... When I was in uh, Lansing, Michigan, I couldn't watch it that night because it was airing the same night that I was actually speaking in Lansing, Michigan. Um, That was really a cool town. I I like Lansing, Michigan. The crowd seemed to like me there. Anyway, um, it's funny how every city has a different flavor of people. It's interesting. You know, I never experienced that because I never did a tour like that until then. It was kind of interesting. Anyway, um, the show aired back in May of 2006. I was uh, the show of the Fatal Contact depicting so many fatalities that the bodies were carried away in dump trucks. Now this is what the telegraphing they were doing. Okay, Um, The show aired 
back in May of 2006, I was actually on a 14-city tour of America entitled Avion Flu Killer of Millions. This teaching is an updated version of that presentation. This teaching covers so much more than the Avion Flu and can be an ice-breaking education tool for both saved and unsaved who may not understand these issues. Uh, I endeavored to present the big picture with this presentation and appoint people to their only hope for the calamity, which is Jesus Christ. Topics will include proof the Illuminati telegraphs their punches prior to cataclysmic events. Now, these aren't just PowerPoint slides. These are actually PowerPoint slides with pictures. And, I mean, it took me months and months and months and months to put this power, like six months, to put, I think there's like 150 PowerPoint slides. I uh, really put a lot of work in this. I don't have time to do that anymore. I couldn't do something like this now. There's no way. But at the time, it was before I started my ministry, and it was way more doable. I hadn't even went up on air yet. I think I had started recording some of the teachings I ultimately put up on air through Sermon Audio. But back then, I had the time to do stuff like this. Uh, but I just don't now. So anyway... Um, some other topics, why the avion, avion flu is the perfect vehicle for world depopulation. Also, what the globalist elite are planning for Americans. Uh, why the avion flu could be a repeat of the Spanish flu of 1918 that killed millions. Vaccinations and injectable microchips regarding the avion flu. Potential kill rates, food shortages, forced vaccinations, Project BioShield, and quarantines. I will also extensively cover proactive steps you can take to protect your families and yourselves. Okay, so... Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play these couple clips, these new clips. Uh, first one is the United Nations warns of a mutant strain of H5N1 spreading across Asia. Now remember, we haven't heard about H5N1 since really the end of 06, start of 07. Haven't heard a lot about it. Okay, so this is why I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, oh boy, they're going to start this back up again. And I'm going to play two different clips that are very pertinent for this. And I'm going, I'm going to go ahead and roll those now. United Nations officials have issued a warning about a possible resurgence of the H5N1 virus, better known as the bird flu. Here's HLN. It has appeared in Vietnam and China, and it is threatening other Asian countries. The original virus spread through wild birds and poultry. It has killed more than 300 people since 2003 and devastated poultry in some regions. And CNN explains this time around, the outbreak has the potential to be particularly deadly. They say a mutant strain of the H5N1 virus has appeared in Vietnam and China. It apparently can bypass the defenses of current vaccines with, quote, unpredictable risks, end quote, to humans. Eight people have reportedly died in Southeast Asia this year after being infected with that bird flu virus. A writer for UK's The Independent reports migratory birds have made it particularly difficult to prevent the avian flu from spreading across the globe. And the cost has been devastating. At its peak in 2006, it was present in 63 countries, and there were 4,000 outbreaks of the disease in wild birds and poultry. In all, some 400 million domestic poultry were slaughtered, and the disease was said to have cost the world's economies $20 billion. But the spread was halted. And a writer for the LA Times says fighting the flu has been a bit of a one step forward, two steps back. Two years later, it was gone from most, and cases of illness in humans followed suit, dipping to just 302 in 2008. But almost 800 cases of bird flu were recorded in people during the last flu season, and the virus recently spread to Israel and the Palestinian territories, Bulgaria, Romania, Nepal, and Mongolia. 
But a microbiologist tells the Daily Mail the key is that the mutant strain bypasses current vaccines and commonly used medications. But that, he says, is no different than other viruses. There is no need to... Notice the main thing they emphasize is this strain bypasses vaccinations and current medications. Again, you'd really need to go back and listen to my teaching because I addressed all those issues in depth and I really don't have time to get into that today. But suffice it to say, the vaccinations, uh, what we proved is what was actually perpetuating the actual disease, not mitigating it or getting rid of it. And what they want to do is create this crisis about the only thing that's going to save you are these cursed vaccines or their medications. And we proved that they were totally ineffective uh, the medications in particular were totally ineffective, and they didn't have a vaccine uh, at the time for H5N1 anyway. But if they created this gigantic crisis, and then all of a sudden all these people were dying, and then they Im- they implement this vaccine that's going to save you, you can imagine that people would be beating down the doors to get to it, and that's the exact type of environment they want to create. Panic, 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 so you'll do anything to get this vaccine. So you really do need to listen to... My teachings on this, whether you listen to the 16-part or the 5-part, I've done a lot of teachings on vaccinations. But to get up to speed the best, I would recommend the PowerPoints. And again, I give you the links to the PowerPoint teachings on on page 11 or 12 of this particular study. So let's go ahead and play the rest of this. Panic yet, because there is no evidence that the virus is spreading person to person. And there are other antivirals that do have an effect. There is also no evidence that the virus is becoming vaccine-resistant. A new vaccine will have to be made, but that is to be expected. Flu is always changing, and it would be staggering if this flu didn't. For Newsy, I'm Megan Murphy, multiple sources. Again, the only hope is the vaccine, which is the actual thing that's going to perpetuate it, and that's exactly what happened in the Spanish uh, flu of... Uh, 1918, 1919, that killed conservatively 50 million people worldwide. It was the people that got the vaccines, which were the ones that died. And this is first-hand accounts, and I document all that in the teachings that I just cited. So, again, very, very important to get up to speed on something like this, because if you think the vaccine is going to save you, uh, and and with all the things they're doing to vaccinations now, with all the the DNA stuff and the potential for uh, microchips in the vaccines, they've got microchip dust, they've got ways of putting the vaccine, Microchips at the end stage of quality control and the needle tips. There's all kind of other horrific things in the vaccines. You just don't really understand what you could be injecting into your body and how that might even affect you on a spiritual level because we're dealing with extremely cursed things that we're talking about here. But that's the very thing that Satan wants to do. So I'm going to go ahead and play the next clip here. This is a uh, clip from Contagion, which is a movie that I don't think it's even come out yet. It's the official clip from Contagion. Uh, Contagion follows the rapid progress of a lethal airborne virus. It's, guess what? It's the avian bird flu. Hmm, imagine that. Uh, of a lethal airborne virus that kills within days. As a fast-moving epidemic grows, the worldwide medical community races to find a cure and control the panic that spreads faster than the virus itself. At the same time, ordinary people struggle to survive in a society coming apart at the seams. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and play this. And so you can listen to this. It's a groundbreaking ceremony for a new factory. Did she mention seeing anyone who was sick? Anyone on a plane at the airport? 
Okay, so it shows this guy's wife, Gwyneth Paltrow, I'm pretty sure, and she's over in Japan somewhere, or a, a oriental country, and she's at this groundbreaking factory, and she brings back this virus, and it shows her coming back, hugging her kid, and then all of a sudden it shows her like she's sick, and, and this is where this clip is going. No, she said she was jet One touch yeah, transmission. Touches their face three to five times every waking minute. In between, we're touching doorknobs, water fountains, and each other. Pat. Mom? No, no, I, I go up to your room, honey. So we have the virus. No treatment protocol and no vaccine this time. So, so with the virus, no treatment protocol, no vaccine. Because it's the vaccine is always the thing that saves us. You know, notice that is the, always the common theme in any of these uh, New World Order satanic news reports or movies from Hollywood. This morning, Beth. Yeah, no, no, no. As of last night, there were 32 cases. So it's spreading. Unfortunately, she did die. Right. So can I go talk to her? Mr. Amos, your wife is dead. What are you talking about? What happened to her? So she's dead. What happened to her? Real quick. Helicopters, military now. So somebody's weaponized the bird flu, which is exactly the very thing I was talking about in my um, my uh, PowerPoint presentation back in 06. Huh. And it was actually weaponized through the vaccinations. Imagine that. But he says, no, nobody had to weaponize it. The birds did it. See, what it is is all the pelicans and all the finches and all the yellow canaries got together and they had a little, they had a little powwow down in um, Bogota, Colombia. And the cockatoos got with them, and the ostriches, and all the birds around the world, they got together. And they had a secret uh, little conclave, and they were all rubbing their little feathers together, maniacally, and they said, you know what we're going to do? <laughs> we're going to get those humans, and we're going to weaponize the bird flu. We'll show them once and for all. I'm sick of not getting enough bird feed or whatever I need to eat. And I'm sick of these humans always taking preeminence over me, and we're going to get to them really good. I mean, come on. How, how insane is the birds are weaponizing the bird flu? It just happened. It's like evolution. You know, we, we evolved from the primordial slime into what we are today. You know, it's, 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 it's essentially a leap of logic like that, what they're asking you to believe. They're blaming it on the birds. Wonderful. It's transmission, so we just need to know which direction. On day one, there were two people, and then four, and then 16. In three months, it's a billion. That's where we're headed. That's where we're headed. A billion people in, what, three months. A billion people infected. And now it's showing the military involved. All these people lining up to get, I'm sure, their shots. And this is, this is what they... I'm telling you, this is a card... That they've been ready to play for a long time. And I really believe that the only thing that's kept this from happening is the Lord Jesus Christ's mercy and grace and intervention. I believe that's why I did that tour back in 06 for that very reason. To create enough public awareness among born-again Bible-believing Christians that they would get on their knees in prayer, pray about it, and hopefully God would avert this disaster. So, it's the same thing now as it was then. I know that 
at one stage or at one point, though, this is probably going to play out in some way, shape, or form because, you know, the world's getting more wicked by the day and um, God's judgment is going to have to come uh, and, and most likely this it's a matter of time before this is actually, I, I'm, I'm amazed it hasn't happened. Uh, I, I was convinced back in 06 that it was just a matter of time and we've had another, you know, five years here. So whether it's this year, next year, whatever, I don't know, but they've been they've invested billions and billions and billions into not only brainwashing us about this, um, but also combining um, military with the civilian um, medical operations with in combination with the pharmaceutical companies getting together and all the ways that they've been preparing for this for so long. And I know that they want to play this card, and it, it's a very serious thing, so I'll continue further with this trailer. Calling out the National Guard, they're moving the president underground. People will tell me. People took over. The truth is being kept from the world. Cook your samples, destroy everything. So the truth is being kept from the world, at least they're, they're honest enough about that, and um, there's some big cover-up going on, and I guess you'd have to watch the movie to understand what that was all about. This September... Uh, it's coming out. This is September. They're showing the airports, Hello. the cities. You need to get me the names of everyone. All the places are just. I guess everybody's dead. And they're just abandoned. Service this room. It's an emergency. You can't panic now. I know. I'm going to get you home. I got people too, Doctor Cheever. We all do. Don't talk to anyone. Don't touch anyone. Stay away from other people. I mean, and we're talking some big stars in this thing um, that they've—they're making this movie. I mean, big, big stars: uh, Matt Damon, Lawrence Fishburne, Judd Law, Gwyneth Paltrow, Marion Cotillard, um, Kate Winslet. Winslet. Quarantine, no access. Bridges closed. Fear, 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 fear. So it's it's figuring us out faster than we can figure it out. It's mutated. It's us against them. It's 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 humanity against this. Really, the birds. It's it's all the birds' fault. It's Big Bird actually from Sesame Street. He's the real mastermind behind the whole thing. You know, they, I hate to say that, but he's maniacal and he's not to be trusted. And again. It's very important to understand that about Big Bird, but anyway, let's go ahead with this. Contagion. Film at 11. By Warner Brothers. In IMAX. I mean, can you imagine this thing in IMAX? I mean, wow, talk about panoramic, you know? I mean, 3D almost. But anyway, that's the clip from Contagion. That's coming out, I would imagine, any day now, if it hasn't already come out. Um, So let's go further here. And again, it's been a long time since I broached this subject. We did a lot of teachings on this, if you go back to the swine flu. And it was very similar. You know, I'm doing these things so people pray about it, and, you know, whatever the Lord does, has them do to prepare. Um, one of the things that, obviously, when I did the tour, and when I've, when I've talked on this, uh, the, the most powerful thing I know of to battle, whether it's viral, whether it's bacterial, uh, fungal, types of infections is the Invive mild silver protein. And I've talked about this in times past. It's a product that I really believe God showed me and led me to. And I have a whole testimony that that 
happened to me regarding this imbibed mild silver protein. I was actually speaking at a Christian conference uh, back in Bellevue, Florida, probably like seven or eight years ago. It was one of the first times I ever spoke in public. Um, and I had my little 20 part per million silver that I've been using from a company called Utopia Silver. And I was talking about it and, and um, had a guy come up to me on the break and I forget, he was an MD. And he said, hey, I, I know you're talking about this one silver. He said, but um, have you ever heard of this Invive Silver, this mild silver protein? It's very, very, it's much stronger. He said uh, he's seen all these miracles with his patients. Um, that he's given this to. And it's an MD telling me this, which was really strange, but he was an MD at a Christian conference, so uh, he was obviously, you know, um, uh, you know, interesting combination there. So then another break happens, another speaker and another break, and I had another guy come up to me. And it was a veterinarian this time, and he asked me if I had heard of this in five miles of a protein. And he said he'd done all kind of things with animals with it. He piped it down horses' throats and seen all kind of animals saved from these big-time infections that should have died, and they were saved by giving them this preparation. And I'm like, this is strange. This is the second guy in a row. I've never even heard about this product. And it's the same conference, and these guys didn't ride together. And they're not trying to sell me something. It's just they're coming up and telling me this. And then another break comes, and another guy comes up, and as far as I know, I've never seen these men again. And he tells me, asks me if I've ever heard of this in five miles of a protein. And he's just a regular guy saying it's helped him and this and that and this stuff's really amazing. And I was like, wow. Um, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, the thing is established. I said, I've got to go check this out. So I went up on the internet and I started researching it. I ordered some for myself. And the thing that got me into alternative health care, to a large extent, was a poorly functioning immune system. So I figured, well, I'd be a good person to try this on. So I ordered some, and, and pretty much immediately my immune system seemed like it came up to a level that it really hadn't ever been in my whole life. I just always suffered with just not the greatest immune system. And uh, candida and things of that nature. And that was how I started implementing it in my own practice when I was in full-time practice back then. And since then, I've got into full-time ministry, and I really don't have you know, that anymore. I just can't do it. But I asked the Lord to put me in full-time ministry. So, um, when I went on tour, the company in Vive, actually, I said, listen, you know, I asked him to put up a website for me because I didn't want to try to deal with orders. I didn't want to try to deal with any of that. I just wanted to basically tell people about it, give them the option, you know, if they wanted to try it, if they felt so led, pray about it, whatever. And so they put a, uh, a um, website up for me, dr-johnson, dr-johnson.com. And um, I don't know if you have to put www in front of that, but anyway. Uh, they put it up for me, and, and that's pretty much, you know, where I point people to. And um, I do have the special that I have been running. It is still going. I haven't really been advertising it because I'm a lot lower on my inventory right now and I haven't really been uh, advertising it because it wouldn't take a whole lot for me to not be running the special right now, which is the um, 5,000 part per million um, 
And if you're interested, just email me. My email address is on the side of contendingfortruth.com about the special. You can't get it off the website, my website, but you can get it directly through me if you're interested. Anyway, I got these three testimonials just in the last week. And I had all the stuff come up about the bird flu this week. And a lot of times that's the confirmation. Those are the types of confirmations I use to find out if I'm supposed to talk about something on a given week. And I had all the stuff happen this week about this particular thing. Bird flu, lots of a protein. I had all these testimonials come in about it. First one, I'm just going to read this to you. Um, purpose of, of telling you all of the above is to tell you uh, that I, after I... Um, <clears throat> that after... I, I need to go and edit these better because a lot of times <laughs> they're not the best edited. But... Um, I was researching, this is from a man that um, had ordered some of the silver, okay? Uh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Susan, one of my listeners. There's three different testimonials up here. Um, I was researching and came across a site, uh, ihssite.com, from Glenn, who's, who's a friend of mine, actually. And um, he was actually at the, uh, when I spoke out in Phoenix, he was actually there. Anyway, he has his own health site, but she purchased his product called Super Silver. He sold, and he gave me your name and told me to watch your teachings on YouTube. I did that, and then I discovered the Invive Silver. The Super Silver works, but it's, it's not, it does not work like the Invive Silver. Uh, the product is wonderful. I have a small daycare, and the children are always sick. And then my son would get then get sick from them. It was very frustrating. I tried what they call Kitty Boost and other natural remedies before I came across the Invive Silver. They seemed to work for a time, but then they stopped. Swine flu came through my house, and one child a week was sick with it. I found out that the mother of two of the girls that were in the daycare took them for a nasal flu vaccination spray prior to coming down with the swine flu. I warned about this. When the swine flu came out, and they had those nasal vaccines, which are much more palatable than the needles, they're no different, though, as far as what they do. That you're actually exposing yourself to the swine flu, and many people will come down with the swine flu that get vaccinated. And sure enough, lady took two of her girls for the nasal swine flu vaccination. They came down with the swine flu. And she said, I thought it was crazy. When I was telling her how bad those shots are, I told her how the spray will get other people sick. See, they get one person sick from the spray, and then it spreads. But isn't that what it's supposedly preventing? No, they're lying to you. They're telling you the exact opposite of what is actually reality. I mean, these pharmaceutical companies are pure evil. You cannot expect them to behave in a non-evil way. Again, I've done so many studies on that subject, I, don't, I wouldn't even know where to begin. She goes on to say, my son and I also got very, very sick. The cough was horrible. I went to the doctor just to see exactly what we were dealing with. I had a serious sinus infection ear infection, bronchitis. The doctor did give me antibiotics, but I did not take them. My son and I both took super silver that I had already had in stock. And in about seven to 10 days, he was okay. And for me, it was about two weeks. A few months later, we were sick with similar symptoms and we took the Invive silver this time. And I've been using the Invive 2000 ppm, that word ppm means parts per million, faithfully. Now, you have to understand, most silvers that are sold on the market are anywhere from 5 parts per million to 20 parts per million of silver particles. Okay, 
And most of the time, those are ionic silver particles. They'll say, oh, it's colloidal silver. Most of the time, if it's electrically made, which is the vast majority of supposed colloidal silver you get on the market, it is mislabeled. It's not colloidal. The word colloid means particle. It's ionic silver. It's silver that is made through electrical means. Whether you make it from a 9-volt battery or whether they make it in a laboratory, through electro- it's not the same as colloidal. It's ionic. It has a very short life. It does not last uh, very long, whereas the stuff that the Invive Silver has a minimum shelf life of, I believe, it's about 14 years minimum. You don't have other silver preparations that are ionic that are usually most of the time, if you make it yourself, it won't last more than a month to three weeks. If you buy it from uh, one of the companies that make the silver electrically, you're looking at about a year to a year and a half maybe shelf life. And they're incredibly weaker. I mean, if you compare 20 parts per million to 2,000, you know, all you have to really do is do the math there, okay? Uh, 20 compared to 2,000. It's like taking 2,000 troops as compared to 20. Uh, you can un- understand you're going to get a lot more done with 2,000 troops than 20, in a, in a way. Um, I give you my presentation also up on YouTube on colloidal silver. I'll give you the link here that you can watch if you want to. Um, going further, uh, she said, we've been using the 2,000 part per million faithfully, and it works extremely fast. My whole family has not been to a doctor in three years now. And we've dropped our health care coverage down to the cheapest rate. You see how things like this that you do proactively can actually end up saving you a ton of money? Uh, I was also able to talk to a parent of a child I watched I watched to purchase the Invive for her son. He was sick every other week with something until he got on the Invive. This product works for him within two days at 500 parts per million, and he does not get sick near as often. Now, if she probably kept him on it a little bit every day, he probably wouldn't get sick at all. Now, I'm not saying that colloidal silver is the only aspect of health. There are other aspects like vitamin C, and I only recommend you get the whole food type of vitamin C, not what's commonly sold in the stores as ascorbic acid, which is not vitamin C. It is a derivative. It's it's the antioxidant portion of vitamin C, but it is not the vitamin C complex molecule like that that would occur in something like an orange or a citrus fruit. Um, The company Right Foods or Innate have whole food vitamin C products. There are other companies that make it. Those are two professional lines that I carry. Uh, It is possible now there's other companies catching on the bandwagon about making whole food or food state vitamins, okay, that are actually not derived like a drug from some synthetic thing and manufactured in mass quantities. Um, It's not the way God put them here. Okay, so that's very important and um, if you want to know more about that, email me, and I'll email you my article entitled Synthetic Versus Natural. What types of vitamins are you taking? You can email me, and I'll, I'll email it to you in the attachment form. Because that's very important, and it's something that's just never, ever talked about when it comes to nutrition. Now, it is more prevalent now. But, you know, we've just been brainwashed on so many different levels in society and Chances are, if the mainstream media is telling you something, it is a lie, or at bare minimum, a lie mingled with some truth. You almost have to assume that uh, with everything anymore. Uh, So, my husband was on cholesterol medication after listening to a current event study by you containing health information about cholesterol and how dangerous the medications are. My husband stopped taking the meds and now takes the natural cholesterol products. 
We now purchase many supplements you have recommended over the years. May the Lord Jesus Christ continue to bless you and your daughter, Taylor. Uh, thank you, Susan. God bless you, too. Next one is from Cheryl. Now, I just got all these in the last week. Cheryl, uh, Dr. Scott, I love you. I owe you a debt I can never repay. I could never have afforded the silver in time. My Morgellons is 97% healed. Morgellons. Morgellons disease, which I've gotten tons of emails over the past years about because they asked me, will the silver help it? I'm like, I'm not 100% sure. I don't know. This is a disease that is totally government created. It is, is a disease that was created in some horrific way, and I believe it comes through the chemtrails, and many people have gotten this, and I mean, it's, it's horrific stuff that happens to the skin. Um, I sent her a couple bottles, and she says for more gallons, now this wasn't that long ago, is 97% healed. And she had tried a lot of stuff. She says, my skin is beautiful as ever. My fast went great. I also, you know, recommended fasting and detoxing. And I'm going on another one, another fast. In conjunction with the silver and the detox, I've been using oils like crazy. Olive oil, sandalwood, frankincense, and lemongrass. These are essential oils. Now, olive oil is not an essential oil, but it's also talked a lot about in the Bible. Sandalwood, frankincense, frankincense is talked about in the Bible. Um, and the evil ones seem to hate certain oils. Essential oils are also really very good as well. Um, and this battle is entirely spiritual. And then she says, I love you, Cheryl. God bless you and your precious daughter. So praise the Lord for that. I mean, that's huge. Morgellons? Man. Okay, next next testimonial. And this is the last one. Um, good morning to you. I am a customer of yours and have purchased your silver products. I am writing to tell you my story. My wife was ill last year with chronic, so we were told, UTI, urinary tract infection. That's what UTI stands for. This went on for months and months. I can't tell you how many doctor visits she had at every time. Every antibiotic was administered to her. The infection rejected all of them at, all the time and did not eradicate the infection. See, antibiotics are typically only effective against three to five different strains of bacteria. And they're, and they're useless against viruses. Whereas the, the Invive Mild Silver Protein is effective up to 650 different viruses and bacterias and funguses. So it's much more broad in its application. Antibiotics are very specific for very specific things. And if the virus or if the bacteria decides to mutate, which usually happens because of the overuse of antibiotics, then the antibiotic doesn't work anymore. And we get what they call these super strains, like MRSA, which stands for Multiple Resistant Staph Aureus that is now so prevalent in the, office, in, in the uh, hospitals that make um, a lot of these infections impossible to treat and people end up dying from these staph infections. Anyway, going back to the testimonial, there were only three, there were only three antibiotics left to try on her. In January, she was hospitalized due to a spiking 103-degree fever and a massive infection. Apparently, even infectious disease was called in due to her problems. Finding no results, the infectious disease department in the hospital, in other words. She was hospitalized for a week and then sent home with a PICC line, which is basically a line that's constantly feeding antibiotics administered to her for like a week. Um, and then it was administered for another week after she was home. Supposedly, after all those antibiotics were intravenously administered, she was cured of her infection. Antibiotics, the word means, antibiotic means life. It's anti-life. It kills all the good flora in your intestines. 
It leaves you susceptible, once the antibiotics are out of your system, to the very same thing over, except this time, now all your good flora in your intestines gone, and your immune system is devastated. This is how people get addicted to antibiotics, essentially. They have to keep taking them over and over and over again. It's all by design. Because the MDs and the pharmaceutical companies live off reoccurring revenue. There's no financial incentive for them finding a true cure for anything ever because it would mean the reoccurring revenue stream would dry up. I've done whole studies on this. You cannot drug your body into good health. It's one thing to use drugs to save a life. okay? But beyond that, you cannot drug your body into good health. Okay, so let's go further here. Um, and again, just key in pharmacia or pharmaceutical or whatever in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com to learn more about this particular subject. I've done many teachings on it. Uh, well, six months later, so supposedly she was cured after infection. Well, six months later, lo and behold, after an AZO strip test, she had a rampant infection once again. I sat down with her and explained to her, if she went back to the doctors, they would retest her and poke her and prod her to no end, just like last time. True. She was poked and prodded relentlessly the last time, and they could not cure her. I told her to trust me and try the silver product I purchased from you. I had her take the Invive 5,000 part per million regimen for nephritis. Okay. Uh, After two weeks, and there is a little, if you go up to my website at www.com, dr-johnson.com, you'll see a doctor's desk reference tab. In there, there are hundreds of protocols for different bacterial, viral, and fungal problems in the body. Hundreds of protocols, okay, that you can go to and and click on. So, you know, I want to know that's there there for your edification. Uh, Let's go further here. Okay, so, had her take the 5,000 ppm regimen for nephritis. After two weeks, she still had the infection according to the AZO strip, so she continued the regimen for another two weeks. Today, after the testing, the strip is showing no infection. I mean, when you got a bad enough infection, it can take weeks, even with 5,000 part per million silver, and it also depends how much you're taking. Um, Pretty much the more you take, the quicker it's going to go away, for the most part. Now, obviously, you don't want to overdo it, but... You know, about the max dosage you're ever going to have anybody take is, uh, oh, it's a teaspoon for every, I believe, 30 pounds of body weight per day. That's pretty much max dosage on 5,000 part per million. Uh, but again, I don't ever advise anybody just starting on that cold turkey. You want to work your way up to that because, see, when you go on the silver, if you've got a lot of infection or a lot of candida or a lot of bad guys in your body, the silver is going to start killing them real quick. And when that happens, you're going to go into what they call a Herxheimer reaction or a die-off effect. All the bad guys are going to start dying and you're going to go into a really massive detox and your body's going to be, try to get rid of all the bad guys and you're not going to feel too red hot. And a lot of people say, oh man, this is no good, this doesn't work because I feel so terrible. Yeah, that's because we've just hit the nail on the head and we're killing all the bad guys or the silver's killing all the bad guys in your body and you feel like total garbage. It's a good sign. It's just a sign you might want to back off some. I have women a lot of times, especially if they have candida, they, I have them start like one drop of the 5,000 part per million. I mean, think about it. If you're used to taking 20 part per million silver and you go to 5,000 part per million, 
Uh, I mean, that's like, you know, you're looking at, if you're take, used to taking, let's say, 10 part, you know, per million there. That could be, you know, very, very much stronger. You know, hundreds of times stronger than what you're used to. And one drop can have a profound effect. So anyway, um, I also have a newsletter. If you're more interested, just email me and I'll I'll attach it. I just can't put all the stuff in one PDF teaching because it would be like, you know, 120 pages long up on the internet. So anyway, uh, let's see here. So after the testing, the strip was showing now no infection. She was on it for four weeks. Now she's testing no infection at all without doing any of the antibiotics or any of the other garbage. This was the biggest test of your product to show that it does work. I know you guys know on your end that it works, but not the deluded public skeptics and doctors who did not even know what it was. Everyone denouncing it and saying, go to an MD. So you've got to go to a real doctor. The ones with the white coats and the magic prescription pads. Because they're real doctors. Um, anyway. My wife is living proof that your product works. I was always a believer, but, na- but to now have my wife a believer is priceless. Thank you for your awesome product. Your product cured my wife of something not even an infectious disease specialist in a slew of doctors and other specialists could accomplish. Thank you so much from a very happy customer. Sincerely, Greg F. And I, I leave their email address and their full name out of the testimonials because obviously, you know, I don't want to be putting their names out there. Um, I give you a link here to my website, um, Mouse Silver Protein. Um, it said, the March 1970 issue of Science Digest, in an article entitled, Our Mightiest Germ Fighter, reported, quote, an antibiotic kills perhaps a half a dozen different disease organisms, but silver kills some 650. Resistant strains fail to develop. In other words, it's not going to mutate if you take like a mild silver protein product like it would if you take an antibiotic. It's not going to develop mutated super strains. The silver, that does not happen. Now, again, and you'll hear this if you watch my teaching I put up there. Uh, I, I actually put up here about the silver. Um, okay, I just realized I had not put my presentation, my YouTube presentation, uh, entitled Colloidal Silver, Mild Silver Protein, its history and its uses. If you want to go back, you can see actually when the MDs were using this stuff back in the early 30s. It was very, very common to actually get colloidal silver back then actually prepared in the MD's office or in the pharmaceutical office, or I mean at the pharmacist. The problem is, is back then they did not have a way to stabilize it, and when they would give it to you, it would literally need to be consumed in like a week to ten days. Uh, And Vive has found a way to actually stabilize this stuff for 14, 15 years, and the guy that did it was actually an MD, and he said God showed him how to do it, but it wasn't shortly thereafter that the man appeared to be assassinated. Um, because it is that big of a threat to the pharmaceutical industry if this was made mainstream news. There's a lot of things, though, that are a threat to the pharmaceutical industry if they were common knowledge. And again, it's why the Bible says we are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Anyway, I give you the link to my teaching um, on YouTube, um, and uh, you can go if you want to know a little bit more about it. Uh, You can do that, click on that, and then... The next thing is a, a little article entitled Involved Silver, Invive Silver Potency Facts in Comparison to the Typical 20-Part Per Million Silver You're Going to Get 
at a health food store or up on the internet, which is what I used before. So I've been in both camps. I can remember the guy I was working with at Utopia Silver, who was supposedly a Christian company, said to me that I have more money in the bottles and the styrofoam packing of the silver than I do in making the silver itself. I couldn't believe he told me that. But this is the kind of markups that they're using on like the 20 part per million silver, which is, you know, it's not enough to cure diseases. You do not want, there's so many sites up there right now that are saying, just stock up or take the 20 part per million silver and when the pandemic hits, you'll be fine. I do not believe, and I'm not saying God can't intervene and save you and protect you, but I'm saying from a purely physical standpoint, 20 part per million silver is not strong enough to combat a virulent pandemic. It is not. And it's like trying to use dishwater to, you know, go after a, a, a virulent pandemic. It's like trying to, you know, take 20 troops to battle when you need 5,000 to get the job done. 5,000 part per million compared to 20 part per million. Uh, it's, it's pretty easy to do the math in your head. And they even sell stronger concentrations, but the, tw- the 5,000 is actually the best from a cost standpoint. So anyway, I'm not even going to go over this part of my teaching. It, it's just basically, if anybody wants to know more, there's links you can click on. It tells you the difference between ionic silver and true colloidal silver. It tells you all types of things about this particular subject. It tells you more history behind imbibed silver. Uh, there's just a lot of things in there it points out that really are common sense, but they're just not talked about. So I'm going to go ahead and end this part And we're going to go to the last part, which we're going to key in more on specifically the vaccination issue here. And uh, hopefully I will be able to get done before my allotted time is up. God bless you. Scott Johnson's weekly audios are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. Please help us continue this work. To support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2nd Line, 450 Conover, C-O-N-O-V-E-R, Boulevard West, number 202, 3rd Line, Conover, North Carolina, 28613. Or on the internet, PayPal can be used at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.